What is up, you guys? Welcome back to The Locker Room. I am your host and your favorite Kansas City girl, Kennedy Bright. And as always, what is said in the locker room stays in the locker room. Get your playbooks ready, guys. What is good, rookies? Welcome back. So in this week, I actually have a guest for us in this week's episode. And the funny thing is, this is going to be our third time recording. Game. We've had some technical difficulties. Well, I've had technical difficulties. Like the first time, it doesn't matter. But the point is, we're coming to you and we're ready for this. All right. Today, we will be talking about just athletes, our college days, dealing with them, and just really want to give you guys more of a, our opinion and insight on it. Everyone, I want you guys to meet my guest and my friend, Emily. Emily, thank you so much Hi, for coming to the show. No problem. So is there anything you want us to know about you? I feel like I've asked you this now three times because I literally have. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like, you know, that's the question they always ask, like in job interviews, like start everything off. So it works out perfectly. But I feel like this is a good topic for me to discuss just because I'm currently still in college. Uh, sadly, I'm like a sixth, seventh year senior. Um, not because I'm dumb. I just money. So but no, I'm still experiencing these things. Um at the moment, but I've also had enough experience to be able to talk about my past experiences as well. So, um, and you know, the culture shift and everything as well in college has changed after pre COVID and post COVID. So I feel like with this topic, I can relate to the most. So I'm glad you brought me on for this one. Yes. Emily also is actually starting her own podcast. You guys it's dropping tomorrow. So you guys at out. And why don't you go ahead and kind of tell the reason it, it like correlates. So I feel like if you like my podcast, you'd like hers. That's mm-hmm. why I like, I feel like it's relevant to you guys. So like, tell us a little bit about your podcast. Yeah. So it's uh, called queen of your court. Basically mm-hmm. um, it's going to be doing separate episodes. The titles are going to be relating to uh, basketball just because I used to play. So the, uh, the names of the episodes will relate to basketball, but they will be, um, elaborating more on your life experiences and life, um, things that you're going through right now. I'm not a psychologist or anything, but (laughs) I have been through a lot of things in my life. And I feel like, you know, through my therapy sessions and my, you know, educating myself through reading books and, you know, even just what happens in a day-to-day life is something that I feel like I could express through a podcast and would kind of help women take control of their own life and being the queen of their own game. Um, not just with like, you know, boys, you know, or women, whatever you prefer. Um, but with your life in general, like healing your inner child, or, you know, just taking control of your mindset and your mental and learning how to switch that into motivation or just um, learning how to take control of your career. Cause you know, that Mm -hmm. nine to five right now is not what everybody wants. And sometimes people do like the nine to five. So, um, you know, and I, I do both. So I feel like, you know, just my experience in life and just, you know, helping you become the queen of your own court your own game in life so yeah I like that and just so you guys know I didn't even find out about her podcast until literally yesterday we were recording and she was like talking on my mic and was like oh I didn't tell nobody (laughs) so I just want you to know this is not like a plans like oh no some people do collaborate together this was not like an actual like collaboration like oh yeah I'll come on your show so I could promote mine like that was not it I wasn't about to tell nobody I was gonna keep it a secret so I was about to drop it because I I literally be surprised yes I literally found out about it literally yesterday as we were recording I'm like wait okay we're gonna talk about this when we get off of here we're gonna FaceTime because I liked her topic and I felt like it just kind of correlates with what I want to do here on my show is why I thought like okay because that's the thing we all have so many different life experiences and this goes into you know, there's room for everybody and everybody's life offers different things so mm-hmm. even if somebody yeah. it, like you should always support people but even if some people if you're worried about like 
oh, like they talk about the things are saturated. I mean, unless you're doing the same things as other people, like literally, mm-hmm. then yeah, it's going to be oversaturated. But if you're talking and doing things, creating yeah. content that's based off of your experience, your life, it's mm-hmm. always going to be something different. Yeah. Never, so never a competition. Yes. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, you guys would like her podcast because it sounds like a lot of the stuff that I would, one that I do try to find and listen to, but also just because if you like the stuff I talk about on here, it's going to correlate with her. So that's why I want to talk yep. about that. And she's going to be a guest. Yes. She's I can't gonna be a guest on I'll one tell them, you guys so. whenever <laughs> it happens, it'll be posted on the podcast, Instagram, everything. So you guys know, but yes. And she also, I have like all of her information in the description. I said it right this time. I kept saying link in the bio last time, but anyways, <laughs> I'll have it there. Um, she also TikTok famous too, and her TikToks are really funny. So yeah, I need to check it out. But how Emily and I met, I, I don't even say TikTok anymore because I mean like a lot of people like, oh, like through TikTok. But mm-hmm. with her, it was like when she bought my merch, she didn't even tell me she bought my merch. She had like she was in my athlete anonymous support group. I do have that if you didn't know. That's the real LinkedIn bio. But she like told me that she had some suggestions for me, like marketing wise and stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Still didn't say anything about the merch until she texts in like the actual general group chat. I was just talking about what happened that day. And I was like, wait, you bought my merch? Like what? And so that was just like, I don't know, that just made me feel really good. And so then from there, we just started talking and then realized like, oh my God, like we relate to a lot of the same like experiences. Yeah. Same person, literally. Yes. Why I thought she'd be a perfect person for this topic and just well, most of the topics, but especially this one is because I feel like you know, you're not an athlete hater, like how some people Mm-mm. they'll date one athlete. And then that's like it, their only experience rather it was good or like just, oh, we just didn't work out. But never people who are constantly interacting with them. And I feel like the difference is for me is we're friends with athletes. So we kind of mm-hmm. see the full picture. Like we know some of them and all of them are not literally just terrible people. So I think yeah. that makes a huge difference. I think so too. Like, um, you know, I had my internship with the athletic department at my school, um, for about five years. And, you know, I worked behind the scenes, you know, I wasn't like an equipment manager or anything to where I was with them 24 seven, but like, I was with them, um, doing like, uh, press conferences, game day operations, like, you know, doing press releases. Like I was there with them on that side of it. Um, you know, enough to where I wanted to build their trust, like as a friend as well. So, I mean, and I ended up being their neighbor, a couple of neighbors and they're, you know, they're one of my best friends, but, um, you know, what, once you're there with them most of the time and like, you're there with them for multiple seasons and all the sports you start to like, you know, the guys and the girls, like you start to see, like, you know, yeah. these are like real people, like, and you know, me growing up, I was like an athlete. Like I knew that, but like people who aren't athletes and they come to this field and like, they work behind the scenes, you know, they usually come in thinking, Oh, well, these people, like they look at them as celebrities or like put them on a pedestal, but like these people, like real people, like yeah literally they're there like the to same go to stuff. school they like the same stuff we do they watch the same shows we do like yeah same thing yeah it's nothing different like and then you know you once you're there longer you know you grow to build a relationship and a friendship with them and you know I could pro- I honestly put my trust more into those guys that I hang out with as just friends on the football team than I would some of my girlfriends like I'm not gonna lie like I hate to say that you know no shade on here to them but like <laughs> you know I would trust myself with them more than I would girls sometimes right I I definitely like see that and agree and that's why like always my friends have always been more guys than they have been like females so like, yeah, I me too. exactly like yeah <laughs> where you're saying in that aspect I would say okay everyone knows everyone everyone knows 
that clearly, you know, like I would say my type is athletes or whatever for you. Like, do you think like, is your type athletes or is it more so that's kind of who you just end up with? Um, I think it's kind of who I end up with. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to explain that because, um, you know, there's the Jersey chasers and then there's the ones that only like search out these athletes because of this or because of that. And it's not the, oh, I talked to these people and they happen to be an athlete. Like for me, right. I usually, you know, want to relate to someone on a mindset level because, you know, my career path and my life in general is not, you know, a, a set scheduled day. So mm-hmm. like, I, it's hard for me to talk to Ray. I don't say regular, but like, it's hard to talk to regular men that don't understand that. Like if I can't text you all day long because I'm going to work and then I'm going to the gym and then I have my, you know, my brand stuff to do where I'm going and traveling for work, like, and you don't get that. And you don't think that I can prioritize my time correctly for you, mm-hmm. you know, like that's not going to work out. Like, and I think most athletes understand that as well. And, you know, the hard work ethic and pushing yourself mentally and, you know, being dedicated to to something, um, you know, physically and, and mentally, that's really big for me. Cause like fitness is something that I enjoy. It's not something that I do, you know, because I want to look a certain way, but because I enjoy it for my mental health. And I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of guys are intimidated by that, that aren't athletes. So I don't know. It's, it's more so the mindset and me wanting someone that has the same likes as me and right. wants to feel the same way and eat the same way. And like, cause you know, they take pride in their bodies and themselves. So it's like, why would I want someone that would look down on me for that and not challenge me as a person within yeah. that as well? Uh, one thing too, I would say, I never thought about it from a health standpoint, the difference is like they always say like you know men can lose weight and stuff way faster than women like when couples like they'll try to lose weight together and stuff like that and they can men can eat more kind of what they want because like the way they lose weight is just easier but if you think about it like if your husband or whoever you're with is just kind of always like oh we can eat this we can eat this dessert and you're like babe you know I cannot eat that like an mm-hmm. athlete's gonna get that not saying that he has ever had to be overweight but just because they kind of are mm-hmm. more in tune with their body and knowing what change so even though they may not relate to like women, like how our bodies are and stuff, they're going to understand when you say like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, no, I really can't have dessert tonight. They're not yeah. going to kind of like, you are the company oh, you, you can keep. Have, you can have dessert. And it's like, no, no I yeah. can't. Like, yeah, you can yeah. do that. And you're losing weight, but it's not going to work that mm-hmm. way. It's like, we're just made up differently. And they do kind of understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think- like you're, sorry. Oh, go no, no, go. Um, mm-hmm. I was saying, you know, you are the company you keep. Like, you know, whatever your circle is, is whoever you're going to turn out to be like, and like most people can try to argue that, but at the end of the day, it's harder to be pulled down off a cliff than it is to be pulled up. Yeah. So I feel like if y'all are already there together and y'all all think the same way and, you know, have your, your posse or your, or your group friend group, or even, you know, your like all your relationships with people you're searching to be in a relationship with have that same mindset as you. And, you know, once y'all both want to better yourselves together, that's whenever you're going to be able to be your best self. And, you know, that's what a healthy relationship is all about. You know, yeah, there's the toxic stuff we're going to talk about in the next episode, but you know, for right now, like, that's why I enjoy it is because, you know, we bounce off of each other. Yes. And other thing too, I think people do need to understand it's all athletes are all not the same and all Mm. of them are not terrible people. So yeah, you're already listening. Cause like I said, we're going to be decided like when we did this yesterday or whatever, it was such a good conversation that we wanted to give the the toxic and the bad, you know, give Mm -hmm. it its space too. But the thing that you have to understand if you're listening, like, Oh my God. Yeah, no, you're going to hear about the bad. You're always, that's usually that's 
what happens you always hear about bad like bad experiences at a restaurant not to go there before you hear about good ones and I feel like that's the same way no we are not naive we do not think that every single athlete is great and and the whole that's not what we're saying but the thing is you have to give people you can't assume you have to give people credit yeah for benefit of the doubt yeah and that's not fair so I don't want to think like of course they're on here just like we're not praising them we're not like you know because there's some trust that goes into that (laughs) yeah they're just such great for sure no that's not what we're saying like no because some people are that way though I think because they want to stay in that circle they want to be with those men so they're going to ignore all the bad and only praise all the good that's not what we're saying and like I said we'll talk about that in our situations in the next one yeah but especially if you I know sometimes with podcasts, you'll see a particular topic. And so that might be the first time you've listened to someone's show. So if you've never listened to my podcast, then, you know, you probably think that. But if you listen to other episodes, honey, you know, I'm talking about some of the bad. Most Good of and the bad. There's <laughs> there's some horror stories. And there's yeah. some times when you meet some really good, genuine men. And that's right. regular men and athletes. Yes. So and that's what I think people don't get. And that's the thing I wanted to clarify. And I think you agreed with it, too, when I was saying mm-hmm. it. Okay, so like the difference when we say regular men is men who have never been active in like a competitive yeah like, sport and yeah and like, past high school past high school like that's yeah what I mean. it does not mean that they have to still be playing in the league in whatever league and whatever sport they played but just playing in like at that high competitive level that mm-hmm. is when I refer to someone as a regular man where they just weren't really active in sports or I mm-hmm. played a little bit but I wasn't really into that that's when I say someone's a regular man but if he's like former college athlete I still would consider him an athlete mm-hmm. in the mindset wise, because mm-hmm. the thing is the things that I like about them and that those are things that they carry with them forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Usually yeah, it carries over before. to like their post. Yeah, yeah. It like usually carries into like their post athlete life. Like, right. you know, um, either they, you know, take pride in themselves and work out every day, or they like to enjoy like, you know, adventurous stuff, like going on a hike or, you know, just put like pushing yourself to certain limits and being adventurous and like having that dedication of, you know, being able to work hard and provide not just for yourself, but for your family, you know, and understanding like, you know, all those disciplined things that they have are going to eventually fall onto all the generations that come after you guys. So, you know, I mean, you're talking to somebody now that we a little bit older, we yeah. got, it's like, we got to look into this could be my husband or my baby daddy at yes. some point, you know what I mean? Whether you plan it or not. Yeah. And that's, and we need to talk about that. Cause I'll explain it to my mom. I'm like, I honestly never have slept with anybody that I could not see myself like having to be mm-hmm. cool with. Cause anything can happen. Like mm-hmm. anything can happen. Something break, your work show don't work something, but I got 99.99% yeah. still got the 0.01. So <laughs> if it happens, like, I want to be able to like, I ain't saying that, that we would have to work out as in like, but it's somebody that I would see like, okay, I trust giving my kids to you on the weekend. Co-parent. Yeah, yeah. That I could deal with, talk to Like I'm mm-hmm. very, I don't play about that one because that is true. Like the older you, even, I mean, you should think that way, even if you're 16 and you're active, if you're active, you should yeah. still, you know, think that way. But I do try to think more to like the future. And that is one way I say that it would be positive. That I think in the future, sometimes, you know, we do need to live in the moment, but when you're talking about risking lives and stuff especially you know mm-hmm. if you're not going down the other route of you know terminating the pregnancy and stuff you you mm-hmm. need to think about that so yeah and you halfway to 30 yeah girl you gotta think about that yeah, <laughs> like it's, it's a different ball game now <laughs> literally so like I said people I feel like like I said athletes you know are my is my type has always been my type but one thing I've said that I don't think I've made clear 
I've always said someone who was at least a college athlete. I've never said that mm-hmm. he had to be a professional athlete. So I want to make sure that that's clear. So when we're discussing this, that you get what we're referring to between regular man and just athletes. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I get a lot of like, it's always like, oh my God, you like athletes. Like it's a disease or. Yeah. It's, it's like a weird that- standard. Like they think you're like in like a, like a cult or something. A cult, yes. <laughs> like it's like is- it's like, oh, you, you, you a Kardashian, like you one of them. No, girl. No. <laughs> and the thing is, what if I said that I wanted a man that was in tech or a corporate man? Y'all would not act the same. Yeah. Way. Like I want to marry an entrepreneur. I only yeah. want to be with honest. I don't want no man that has a nine to five. Yeah, but like they gonna diss you that. when you say I want a man that's an athlete. Like yes. it's just a specific job preference. And it's always, always the athletes are always not faithful they're cheaters okay so let's let's go back there are some how many women get cheated on in most of the world that sing the fnf song all of that they're mm-hmm. being done by men how many of them are actually athletes? yeah because uh the Come two on. boyfriends that i did have were that mm-hmm. were regular men because i've only had two boyfriends and uh-huh. you know i have not dated an athlete but I've been in not really situationships because I had right. control over that situation. So it's like, that was on my part of it. It wasn't on like them, you know, there might've been one situation that was on there, but like, yeah. you know, the two that I dated early on in my dating life, cause I haven't dated anybody now that I'm older, but they were regular men and they have done me dirty probably more than, you know, the athletes that I talked to. Right. That I wasn't even in a relationship with. Like I got treated better then. Mm-hmm. than I did in the two regular men that I lowered my standards for like if they listen to this I'm sorry but like you know if I if I lowered my standards for that because I didn't you know have self-confidence in myself at mm-hmm. that time and I was with them you know and you got played just as bad right. or worse than you were with an athlete like at least the one with the athlete like has some sort of something to their name like yes that's the thing like no like I just don't like it because it's like, how can you sit here and act like what they do is just so terrible, but it's so many, like the thing is, it comes down to they're still a man and they still mm-hmm. make choices. So yeah. regardless, it don't, I don't think humans. it has anything to do with being an athlete. I don't, mm-hmm. because the worst thing is at least maybe hopefully shoot, if he is, you know, messing with groupies or something, cheating on you, at least, you know, she might be looking good, but your yeah. man cheating with the secretary who looked like she used, you know, yo old elementary school uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have to edit that out wait, wait are you talking about a girl just saying like that's no, no, like no, a-, a girl that might that oh my god okay no the, no there's a girl that we but my mom my sister and my best friend josh that we call this girl big bertha <laughs> no, no no that's what no in high school we used to call like like the secretary's big bertha like that's what we would be yeah. calling them like <laughs> Oh my god! No, it was funny because I couldn't remember if I told you that's about that so situation. Funny. I'm gonna no. tell you about that later. <laughs> that's so funny. No, it is the fun- so that's why I was like, wait, that is so. Why funny. is that a name? Like, why is that a name that everybody uses? Yeah, her like- name is Big Bertha. His name is Big Grizzly. That's <laughs> a <laughs> Big Grizzly because they're huge. <laughs> I'm gonna show you them. Like, they're huge. I but hope anyway. this stays in the podcast. Oh, <laughs> it is. They're huge. But no, yeah, like you look like she looks like somebody. Yeah, like come on now like so you know because I'm I'm a huge person you it was so funny because when I said this and you knew what I meant it's net my problem is never his ex it is always yeah. who he chooses just to sleep with 
because yes. like it comes a lot into why you choose to be in a relationship with somebody so if your yes. ex-girlfriend is not cute your ex-girlfriend's ugly or whatever i'm not gonna judge that because no because you saw a lot more they really were yes. yeah like they could have they could have been a bomb like woman like they they could have held you down like they could have right. had a great career going like they could have been funny like you know what I mean? Like he looks. She can be shaped like they look like the girl off Bob's Burger, and that's okay because yeah, that's she has smart. a the things that you need are there. Yeah, but yeah. when you just choose just to who you choose to sleep with, mm-hmm. that to me, like that's what does it. Yeah, and that, like we were talking about this too. Like, you know what I said with that was, you know, if whoever they sleep with just to be sleeping with, like you know, it's your body, your choice. You can do whatever right. you want, but it it also speaks volumes on who you surround yourself with. Like if you sleep with anyone, like that shows your value. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and you expect me to be untouchable and un- and like unaccessible, but you're over here, you know, messing with these women that don't have value. And when you know, we were talking about like, you know, high value men, you know, should choose high value women because your worth is going to lower every time that you're not with someone that has the same value or higher right. value than you. And like, I hate to put a price in like, you know, a level on humans, but it's like, if you, if you walk in or if you sleeping with the walking scd of campus yes you know and not wrap it up even just not wrap. you know what i mean like it's like y'all just out here raw dogging anybody and it's different if we're saying if you cuffed the girl who used who was sleeping with everybody that's also different because then it's like oh okay because like oh well you probably know her and you were like yes like you probably look past all that because she might have been going through something and you know i don't judge yeah yes but if you just mess with multiple females and you not either wrapping up or ch- you're not picky with who you do that with. Like yeah. that is big energy transfer. Like I believe mm-hmm. in that so much. That is big energy transfer. Like that shows that you have no pride in yourself. Like you have, you have no standard for yourself and your body, like, and your soul. I like, I don't know. That's just how I feel. I'm the kind of person like me. Okay. So one problem I have with athletes is they will and I think all men are probably definitely like this but it only is weird to me with athletes because if I talk to other athletes and they feel some type of way and I'm like why do you care like you're also an yeah. athlete because I get like if a regular guy is like oh well, you only talk to them like that kind of makes sense like if I'm talking yeah it makes sense even though I don't agree with it it makes sense yeah but why do you care because I'm the kind of person I want your exes I want people who you choose to be with I want them to align with me because yeah. I don't want to look at your roster and look at the other girls and I'm like we don't align like we're not the same yeah like you don't have a type <laughs> yeah like what is like, what is going on here like why are yeah we, and, and that goes to also I don't know I think it's even deeper than just like how people you know we talk about preference as in what the girl always looks like that's even mm-hmm. different even if he has messed with girls who are white okay that's fine but I still want her to be on my level it's like, the it's value not even about of the that color. woman yeah, yeah it's like what like, kind of you person mess- is she Yes, like you, you could mess like me because I'm white, guys. I'm white. So, like if you <laughs> if you're watching YouTube, you see that. But if you're yes. not, I don't. You know, I don't get mistaken. Yeah. So, but my thing is, is like as a white woman who you know does not really date athletes, but is associated with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like friendship wise and non friendship wise. Like you know, I'm not gonna lie. I tend to look down on some of them because of the white women that they choose. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if a man is like, well, I have a preference of this or I only date this. Okay. I respect that. But why? Yeah. And what type of value of that type of woman are you dating? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, or, or, or sleeping with, because, you know, right. most of them only really go for like in college, most of them only really go, only really go for that image of like, if they do choose a white woman, it's usually not the one 
it's usually not the one that um, grew around the same people that they grew up with, if right. that makes sense. It's usually the ones that make them feel like they can either escape from that and they don't mm-hmm. accept that side of themselves. You know, if, if they are black, you know, not all athletes are black, but yeah. I'm saying like, you know, when they do choose that very all American, mm-hmm. you know, looking woman that is not, that is not different than everybody else. And, you know, doesn't challenge them as a man. and doesn't have that high value. They choose to date that. It says a lot about them. Yeah. And it's like, when you're the second choice and you know that you're, you have a higher value than that, you kind of have to look at yourself like, you know, it's not your fault kind of yeah. thing. Sadly, the reason I think it does go, especially nowadays when it comes to black athletes, it's a huge thing about like, when I say I'm not somebody's type, I mean, I do in some regards, the only re- on, the only way I'll ever say like in athlete world-wise and be like, I'm not your type because of his exes or the girls he chooses to mess with are white. The only way I will say that is honestly, if the comments that come out of his mouth, that's yes, usually then, the why. Yeah. That's yes. then when I say I'm not your type, because I do believe you can, because that's the thing. Me and my sister talk about this all the time. I honestly, am only really attracted to black men. I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. But that's like people talk about like mixed kids. I'm like, I would, I don't think I ever would have mixed children because I'm so attracted to black men. But I see like other races, like women, that I'm like, yeah, I see pretty white girls, pretty Asian girls, pretty mm-hmm. Hispanic. Like I see them. And so I'm like, yeah, if I was a dude, I would talk to them too. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I, I think you can like people who look different, like for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't think everybody that you like has to all yeah. look the same. But if your comments, like I've, when I first ever realized, like with one person, just like, oh, I don't, I don't like dark skins or yeah, talking bad about, you know, like what that got to do with my personality. Yeah. Then yeah. I'm like, okay, now I'm like, okay, I'm not your type. Then that's the inner child thing. Yeah. Definitely yeah. inner child thing. It's an inner child thing. Yeah. Or you're saying, this is why I want to hang out, which is why I talk to white girls. Like this is this or that. Okay. So now you're telling me that uh, I'm not your type. I got to speak on that. Okay. That before, I, before, before that goes across my mind. Yeah, okay. Go. So I have multiple men who say that about me, right? Mm-hmm. They think that it's going to impress me when they come up to me, athletes in particular uh-huh. that will approach me and are like, um, you know, I love, I love white women, like, and then I'm like, okay, so why? Like, what is your reason why you only like white women or right. why? No, like, oh, well, you know, they're not as, um, challenging or like they're easier to deal with or they're not as opinionated or they're not as loud or they're not and I'm like okay so you're stereotyping first of all both yeah. both races that you are comparing mm-hmm. you're stereotyping both which is not healthy as a human or a man you shouldn't right. be doing that um two I look at them and I'm like okay so I have every single characteristic that you're describing but mm-hmm. I'm white is that okay right they're usually either really silent and like flabbergasted yeah, and I like, don't know what that. to say. Or they're like, they look stupid and they're like, well, yeah, like that, that'd be, it'd be fine. I'm like, okay, so you want to like me because I'm white. So, right. Yeah. Because if I have all those characteristics and I'm going to challenge you and I'm, you know, like, and I have every single one of those, but I'm white, I can get by with it because yes. you're probably, it's just an inner child thing that you have to deal with. And it's, yeah, it's just a self, self-denial thing because you yes, don't take self-hate. pride in who you are and where you came from. And the funny thing is that you said that because last year I came, I did a podcast on, it was like my, it was my first episode on do D1 athletes, like black girls. I had a guy who played for Clemson come on and we talked about it and stuff. And the crazy thing was I had went and made a TikTok about it and told people to like send their comp, like questions in. 
And the sad thing is how many white girls were in the comments saying that this, because black, some black men, well, a lot of them, that's not true. We don't say that. Da, da, da. And then there were white girls in the comments. No, y'all do say this. I hear y'all talk about them like yes. that. I'm like, that is your way to is, approach me and get me. Like, that is crazy. Because, you, <laughs> you know, you would think like for me, I'm like, I ain't gonna throw nobody under the bus. You know, I'm just gonna keep scrolling. But like, they're in the comments agreeing, saying that this happens. And that is a problem that I have with any, any topic. It doesn't even have to be about. Yeah anything rather you're talking about like assault rather you're talking about um how men treat women like whatever I hate when men say oh that doesn't happen just because you don't do okay so the shoe don't fit for you so keep it moving but I hate when you try to, to tell women that things don't happen and so that's why I just thought it was really impressive that I'm like wow so y'all hear this and they probably hear it way worse than we do because they feel comfortable enough to go into detail and talk about it especially if they think it's going to get them points like it's again it has nothing to do it is not about like oh what she looks like like here's the thing okay if whatever color she is it does not matter okay so let me tell you she go y'all remember her off of Kim Possible she was cute uh-huh. she was bad. she was green I don't care mm-hmm. but she was bad so if you're gonna be with somebody who's green she looked like she go she can't look like what's his name off of Monsters Inc the little the little uh green thing with the one eye ollie whatever his name is don't be with her I, like i said it's not even about the color it's about how she the, it, it's about the heart yes well, I, take that back. I take that back i take that back i take that back oh boy off of monster on monsters inc he was cool he was cool his personality was cool but i hope you ain't just sleeping with somebody look like that just to be sleeping with them you know if you don't sleep with somebody make sure she look like she go it has nothing to do with it's, it's nothing to yeah. do with the color of the girl if you go if you want to get your lick back make sure the lick is higher up than the other one yes so that's my thing i want to know somebody who's with someone you know what i'm saying of of, of, of a higher value of someone who yeah. just and it's not about what they have or what kind of car they drive mm-hmm. it's just about like the person that they are what they're working yeah. towards so yeah I think I I am that way so when athletes get weird about oh you oh you talk to other athletes you should be like cool I'm your type cool like you mess with people of this level you shouldn't want me messing with a bum who's on the corner and I'm not talking about a that, bum on the corner yeah. like literally homeless I mean like just a dude who's just a loser in general mm-hmm. yeah and like the thing like whenever they get like so pressed about talking to other athletes i'm just like bro and i ain't talking about even their teammates i'm talking about just like no in, in general. general yeah you like, don't even oh, know you them. got verified you got verified in your dms i'm like bro i don't even want them half the time like yes you know but it's it's the fact of like their mindset i made a tiktok about this and yeah. apparently 1.8 million people agreed with me Dead. because men will literally like especially athletes they will have a roster if they're not in a relationship or even if they are, they will mm-hmm. have a roster. And yeah. most likely every single girl that they either going on dates with, they FaceTime it, they hanging out with, they linking at night with or whatever. They are usually hooking up or having sex with all of those people. Because mm-hmm. men usually prioritize that. With women, they don't, they, they can't process it. We can go on dates with all these other athletes. Just right. because we're sleeping with you don't mean we're sleeping with the eight other dudes we're going on dates with. Like, right, we're not. We just they don't food. get the same access as they do to the man that I'm really interested in. Yeah, but like, sir, if you would just cuff me, all that would be we over. Right, we wouldn't that's, have that. Problem, that's for but... next episode. <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> so for me, no one also ever at no one will ever ask like, oh, okay, well, why do you like athletes? Like, no one ever asked me my reasons. You probably assume mm-hmm. a lot of things, and I had talked about this in a, I think it was a, it was a podcast. It wasn't a TikTok before. How actually, I really genuinely like. If I'm going to a game for someone that I know, I actually like prefer watching him on TV than I do 
in the stadium because it's just so much happening in the stadium. You can't really pay that much attention. You can't even know. Yeah, if he gets out of the game, I don't know why he's at the game, but if I'm at home, they are announcing it. Oh, so-and-so's in concussion protocol. So-and-so, yeah, uh, they're examining his knee or his hip or whatever. But when yeah. you're at the game, so unless you get like, unless he's a super high profile and they're sending it to you on ESPN, you're mm. not like, you, you, you might not know what's going yeah. on, but you're going to be in the know at home. So it's not about a game. That's not my like thing. Like I like to seriously yeah. watch Girl, it. ain't even that fun. No, it's not. And that's especially it's if not. I'm talking about, now it's different if I'm just going to, like, I'll go to Cowboy, like, go to games. Like, cool. That's fun yeah. to do with my friends. But, but I'm talking about if I'm for somebody? with somebody. Mm-hmm. No. So that's it ain't why, even fun, girl. Then you, then you, then you got to find a non-messy friend to take with you to go to the games. Because if you just go by yourself and sit, you're going to look dumb. Yes. And then if you're there and you hear other girls behind you cheering for the same menu, they are for you like that. Like, yes. what did I even come for? It's hard, trying to figure yeah. out which one's which. Dead. Like, yeah. it's just not fun. I'd rather be at home watching on TV. Like yeah so no so that's not like so you probably assume that and all these different things or the outfits yeah. like that's really not it but no one ever asked but for me I, I really like their confidence they have a very different type of it could be so ugly but their confidence is very good and not mm-hmm. cocky but confident in themselves because like I'm the kind of person the biggest my one of my biggest fears is being with a man who's not confident in what he does and just not confident in himself and is easily made to feel insecure about other men. Cause you know how it is. You know, I always imagine myself being in a ballroom, being at like a work function mm-hmm. or something. And Sally sitting over there with her husband, Jim, and he's talking about, yeah, you know, we just, you know, I think I'll put in, you know, for that new Ferrari or, you know, or whatever. And he thinks yeah. he's so cool. Like you ain't got nothing to your name, but this job, you know, that you yeah. have, like, I want my man to be proud. I want him to be co- confident and not be intimidated or feel slighted because of how other people make him feel that's that I don't want that because that's it first of all that's kind of embarrassing to me a little yeah. bit like I want my man to be a rock I want him to be proud of who and what he is and what he does and whatever the case that may be whatever business he owns whatever yeah they you talk different but that's because I think you're used to being in the athlete world you're used to knowing when people are trying to get into your mind people are trying to get into your head you're used to when they're not as confident as they're coming off. They're trying to make you think they are, but they aren't. They're really intimidated. Mm-hmm. I want someone who's not easily slighted. Then you come home, you got an attitude. Well, you were you were laughing at his jokes or whatever. You must like him. Like what? It was like, funny. Yeah, it was funny. Like I can't funny. laugh. Yeah, like I don't want that. Like, like no, you're feeling you know intimidated. Like no, that's just not going to happen. So I do like the way the confidence is, and also Emily, you were saying before about how that correlates over to how they raise their children when the mm-hmm. men are not as confident. Yep. Yeah, because, you know, I hate to say it, but it, whatever you're usually raised with, it trickles down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as a woman, you get to choose who you have kids with. Right. Like, you get to choose who you choose, like who you want to be your husband. Mm-hmm. Like, so, you know, as women, it kind of is our responsibility to set that standard for ourselves. To think, you know, is this man confident enough to lead this family? Like, yes, right. we can be independent and, you know, be all great women and all this stuff, but to really live in the divine femininity that we're supposed to live in and pro- and like literally just embody in ourselves, it's, it's a natural state to find someone who wants to guide and wants to lead because, you know, we don't not know control it all. either. And we got to find that partner mm-hmm. that can balance us and have that same mindset to raise your children the same because yeah. if y'all don't have the same mindset, he over here like, yeah, let's go get some McDonald's every night. And you're and like your kids are wanting to have goals like they have their own personal goals, not goals that they want to live through their kids. Yeah. But they're your kids have personal goals of, oh, hey, dad, like I want to be in the NBA when I get older. And he really want to work to that. 
you got to make sure that you're setting those goals and ha- teach your son or your daughter to have that mindset as well to be like, hey, look, if you want to get on that level that I was on, you got to do this. Like, you got to push yourself to this. You got to eat this. You got to work on this. Like, and they got to be able to take the criticism, whether it's in sports or career field or just life. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. so it's all on who we choose and how our standards are. And also making sure that because you chose someone who is insecure and stuff, that they're not pushing their insecurities on to the children. Mm -hmm. And then because, yeah, because that's a big, I don't want you to feel how I feel when I go into a room and -and so-and-so has more than me. Like you don't want that. You, I feel that you should teach your children, regardless of whatever they have, they should be proud of themselves and be confident and never feel slighted. Mm -hmm. I don't think you should ever feel slighted. And I feel like what I would, they, they, they just, a lot of times they don't feel slighted. They just Mm -hmm. don't. And I think that that's good and sometimes you you learn a little bit and not everyone probably thinks this way but film you know it's a kind of a it's it's a little bit of a mixture you know of between um you know because there's so many athletes in the world you have to learn early on that just because someone else is good doesn't mean that you are not good just mm-hmm. because someone else has it doesn't mean that you can't yeah. also have it just yeah. because and you learn that but see if you just are in just the regular world there's this huge mindset that I think has been set probably everywhere but I'll just speak on America of course because we're in America long ago that only one man can be at the top only one person can mm-hmm. be here only one person can be in power and if you're not in power then you have nothing else and yeah. that's that then that's honestly yeah. in, in sports you learn that there are plenty of athletes all around this world there and, and you yeah. always learn there's plenty of schools there are a lot of division one schools even if you want to go d1 even if you can't there's you just want to play in general you got so yeah, divisions, NAIA, so JUCO, and all those so give options. the same educational opportunities and teach the same le- like lessons in life. Yeah. And people don't get that. And, you know, um, when you said, so when they're teaching those life lessons mm-hmm. in sports and they're teaching you that, you know, you may not be the best, you know, there's not, there's not going to be one greatest man or one right. greatest woman in that sport. Mm-hmm. But that also trickles down to real life. Yeah. You need to know your value as a person and your talent and what you have to offer as a person in life to understand, to not compete with other people. You know yes. what I mean? Like, and that, that goes to relationships, like in, in the dating field and mm-hmm. building friendships, you're not the only person that has great qualities. You're not the only person that has good looks. You're not the only person that has, um, you know, a good sense of humor or has the, that drive, you know, like you're, you'll stand out for one person. Yeah. And, and it doesn't mean just you know because I mean? The, your value is less than because it's multiple, you yes. know, being a dime a dozen isn't always bad. Mm-hmm. And I think the world is full of dime a dozens. And so sometimes like, yeah, that, that, that can be used in a good humbling way. But I think that people need to realize that. I mean, look at it, for instance, like just sports wise, like you look at so just because Patrick Mahomes is such a good quarterback, does that mean that Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers aren't? No, yeah, no. Like that's not how it works. Or Lamar no. Jackson, that's not how no. it works. They all have different qualities that make them great. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can like have Patrick people. Mahomes. Yes. Like he, he has his arm for a reason. Like he yeah. was going to be drafted in the MLB. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like in Tom Brady and he had, right. he had that drive that made him want to go farther and he mm-hmm. had to create his, his abilities yeah to be shown you know what I mean so it's like and Lamar Jackson and, he has his speed that in like yes, he's like yes. a Michael Vick you know that makes him different it, yes it, all yes, characteristics does, that made yes he may not have Patrick Mahomes arm but he has this. yes yes you, you know and, what I'm saying so that's what you have to understand yes. and all those characteristics that stand out that make them great 
made them great for that one specific team. Yes. Like if Patrick had was place. on a different team, like say Patrick was on the Patriots, but the Patriots didn't have an offense or defense that could run with whatever yeah. he had to offer they, and play like against Tyreke. what the other team had, yeah. it wouldn't be the same amount of greatness. So it's like, you got to understand that, like, especially athletes in relationships and stuff, you know, this will trickle down in the next episode. But mm-hmm. if you don't have that high value woman or have a woman that has that same mindset, you know, you're not going to be a good enough team to create that generational greatness. Right. You know what I mean? And it's just going to stop with you or it's going to cause, you know, you guys to not be able to fulfill your and where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, your company like makes mm-hmm. you who you are. Yeah. Who you so if you, if you have that woman, that's always like, well, why aren't you hanging out with me? Why aren't you doing this? Why did that? Like, Girl, I don't why trust you. Do this. Like, you got, you got hoes. Like, just not challenging you and just letting you do whatever you want to do, but also in a toxic way. Cause there's a way that you can be healthy and do that. Yeah. And just let, you know, let you be a man and a person it's going to ruin you as an athlete and ruin yeah. your career. It's going to make you sit in a bitch and your brain's going to be messed up. You can only compartmentalize so much. I agree. Yeah. And that's why I think that's, that is why I, I, I want to like, of course, the many reasons why I like athletes and why I, I picked them. And I use this example to you before when I look at it, because I've, I've shared, I'm pretty sure maybe on my channel, maybe I haven't, how I'm dyslexic with the math marine disability and have ADD. Mm-hmm. So my learned disabilities, those can, those are inherited. Like my children can have them or they might not. For me, I struggled in school. Like it took me longer to get things. I, mm-hmm. you know, like my dad would have to like help me and stuff, reread things. My parents were never sticklers on like grades. If you were tr- like truly trying your best and you got to see in math or whatever, that's okay. To be very open, like I'm not ashamed of it, of course. I failed math in high school, I think every year except one. You but know, I, I never was in college four times. Like. Oh, yeah, I've, already, I've done that too. <laughs> like, that too. it's just, I'm done. <laughs> right. I was never in trouble having to do summer school for math. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I was genuinely trying, but mm-hmm. it, it just, my test, and at that point, I it wasn't just even wasn't your greatest either. strength. Yeah. yeah. And that is one thing I would say. I, you know, I get my parents a lot for the way they raised me, my siblings, but that's one of them that I'm very grateful for. We were never raised in a household that was obsessive of great. Like, you know, some parents like are very perfect. Strict. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. why don't you have it? Now here's the thing. If you are really not trying, if you are just yeah. blacking off then yeah, we would get, you know, in trouble. My parents would say something. They weren't yeah. like letting us just flunk out of school. Like that wasn't a thing, but because they would know that you're trying or you're, you know, mm-hmm. putting an effort, unless a teacher was like saying, your kid not paying attention in school there, you know, like that, then yeah, we were like probably getting in trouble. Yeah. But I want someone who understands because the hard part is not everybody has the same struggles in life and you're not going to know who you end up with, what kind of struggles they've had. But I want to make sure that my kids are going to be comforted and protected because they're going to have someone who's going to understand that you can give your best. And sometimes your best just doesn't meet the requirement that, you know, of, of whatever it is of society. So I need you to know how to talk to them and understand like, yeah, that happens. I don't want a man who's went to Harvard, who had straight A's, who's, you know, he was a valedictorian in high school, like all of that. And just, Oh, everything comes easy to me. Like came naturally. Yeah. And not saying that a man that comes naturally can't understand struggling. That's not what I'm saying, but the reason that that's not someone that I strive for, I do want my man, of course, you know, to be smart because somebody got to help the kids with the math homework. I just heard what I just said. Okay, somebody got to help them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I want someone who is able to understand and whatever, like understand the, the concept of struggle, someone who's able to understand that 
sometimes okay it didn't work we gotta find a different way that's how I feel and like I said you look at like a Michael Jordan yeah you see Michael Jordan he's one of the greatest basketball players everyone knows Michael Michael Jordan but I feel like Michael Jordan would be able to relate to his children why because remember he got cut back in high school he then was not seen as value so he Mm -hmm. had to work hard he had to go in the backyard and do things that's that's he's going to understand that why because he knows that sometimes you can really try your best and it doesn't work that doesn't mean you give up but you're just going to try to yeah. find a different route and not be upset with your children because they're not meeting a certain standard. And also being able to understand that the standards, standards, I think, are based off of every child. So if you have a man who, even if he was a high, you know, even if he plays, let's say you get with a man, he's in the NFL. Um, he's going to know, though, regardless, Patrick Mahomes, we'll go back to Patrick. But yeah. because he has played on a team, I'm sure growing up, he's seen kids who had to work harder in the sport he's probably worked with kids who didn't understand like that had to put more work so even though he didn't experience that he's been around people who have so he probably would be a lot more understanding with his children whereas if you were just a natural born person and because you haven't been around you know a more diverse group you might not know that like oh some people have to you know put in more work but in that sport in that sports environment you're with kids we're all different that's that's why the mindset that you said the things that they do it carries over mm-hmm. and that's why I love it I like the routines I like the like we were talking about the mindfulness and that's very important like with my mental health and stuff and yeah. a lot of men mental health still is a very huge stigma among like men you know in the world especially athletes yes but now they're starting yeah. I think they're forced to realize it why because their job is depending on it yeah so if I am not mentally you know, you might not see it as a mental thing, but it's starting to affect your game. You know, you're coaching them or like, we need you to see the team psychiatrist. You're like, why well, do I need to go to see a psychiatrist? I don't need no doctor. But if it's affecting your game, you know what happens? You start realizing, wow, this dude knows what he's talking about. So then they have techniques, they have things, and I'm learning from them and they're pushing me in a positive way. And they understand too, being under pressure and being stressed, feeling overwhelmed. They, they understand all of those things because yeah. they have a lot on their plate. Yeah. It seems like it's just go to school and play ball, but playing ball is a lot. You know, with the way I've had my life plan, you know, play out, um, you know, I moved out at the age of 18 and, you know, I haven't had the easiest route. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you know, I was an athlete and I had offers to D1 schools for basketball. You know, I understood what it took to be that way. So like, but I chose not to go that route because of my situations in my family. Like I did not have an option to go to college, even if I was going to get paid for like situations that were happening, I had to take the route that I had to take. So, you know, I feel like athletes understand and respect what I've had to do more than men who weren't that way. Oh, pity you. You just, you just saying this, like in a negative manner of, you know, me saying, uh, you know, I've, I live by myself. I've paid my bills. I've paid my tuition for the past five to six years. Like, you know, yeah. I've done what I had to do. I've been in the trenches myself yeah, and pushed myself in that manner in a different way. And a lot of men that aren't athletes or don't have a high standard for themselves or have to work towards things in life, mm-hmm. they see that as an intimidation tactic or, well, she can provide everything for herself. So what do I have to offer? Yeah. And that's what I don't like. And I feel like no matter how much I do for myself, I still will submit or will still be in my divine femininity when that man that I meet is in his masculine energy, a proper healthy way. And a lot of athletes are usually in that. Yeah. I mean, so it's I, like, I want to live my they, life era. Yeah. Yeah. Like they respect what I'm doing. They yeah. understand what I'm doing. They, they, they get that 
my life is kind of correlated to how their life is. Like mm-hmm. their, their sport is a job. They go to school. They work for their money. Mm-hmm. Like they, they don't just get that stuff handed to them and get That's a free tuition. <laughs> that is a job. Like that is what they work for. It is not a nine to five. It is a seven days a week. 24 like, seven. Yes. With school, with working, with traveling, like, and they get that I'm the same way. So it's like, I res- a lot of them respect that more and don't feel intimidated or threatened by that. And, you know, I mentioned that earlier on the podcast, but, you know, I wanted to elaborate on that since we were talking mm-hmm. about, you know, you just got done speaking on that, you know, and a lot of regular men don't get that. Yeah, no, they don't. They look at it as like a pity way. And because they, yeah, it is a 24 hour, you know, life thing. I was talking about this before earlier on the week. I'm sitting here and I'm like, yeah, we'll, we'll think about it. It's easier for me to find someone who is going to align with the kind of lifestyle I want to live, who's an athlete, because their whole life is a lifestyle. It's not just a job, you know? Mm-hmm. So if, because me personally, like, I don't have a problem with these things. I'm not a huge, like, partier. I'm not going to the club every single weekend. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to get drunk every single weekend. I don't, and also I don't smoke like weed. And so I'm just not that, you know, I just, that's just not my thing. So if I athletes, the ones who take care, truly care about their career and really are, you know, serious about it and, and care about just their body and also respecting the rules and, you know, drug testing, all that, they're not going to do those things because they see it's going to affect their body. They're seeing the way they're not going to do those things. My thing is it's easier for me to find some, why? Because it's their whole life. It's a lifestyle thing. So they're, they're the way they live their life is will align with me. If I got a man who works, who's a manager, works in IT, works in tech or whatever. Okay. That's cool. But guess what? Yeah, his job maybe does drug testing, maybe they don't. But when he clocks off at the nine to five, they don't care what he does. So if he no. wants to be pissy drunk every weekend and stuff, he he can do that. Yeah. Why? Because that's you know that has nothing to do with it. But when you're an athlete, that that all correlates. Mm-hmm. What you do outside of just practice affects mm-hmm. how you do yeah. that practice. So you care about your full all around, which is why I'm the people. Why can't you just you know date someone who loves sports? And I'm like, no, because Mm-mm. that their the lifestyle still different because. Once again, I like the lifestyle of the athletes. Uh, it's mm-hmm. it's not actually, just, we don't talk about sports. You know, we don't talk, they don't want to talk about it. They really don't. I hate men who, oh my God, why are they not doing this? He sucks all that. Like, I don't like that kind of comments. I don't like those kinds of things. You know, the fat man with the belly sitting on the couch, like, no. Mm-mm. So it's not about a love of sports for me when it comes to who I'm dating. It's about, I like the lifestyle and the structure mm-hmm. and the way they handle themselves. And we're talking about the healthy ones because- yeah. In this episode, mm-hmm. you know, I talked about this the first, the second time we recorded this, yeah. you know, it's a difference between the good and not really the bad athletes, but the one that really are there to be there mm-hmm. and the ones that just are there to get their check. Right. Like I look for the ones that when I say have the same mindset, I mean, when they say, Hey man, let's go out, let's go to the club, let's da 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 da. No, I mean, I got practice. Like we got workouts at 6 a.m. Yeah, we, that, yeah, we Bro, got it. it's just, it's just it ain't a regular friend. Like, it's just this, no, he not, like he has the discipline to say no to better himself. Like, it's yeah. like, no, man, I'm, I'm, I'm about to go to bed. Like I'm about to go back in the crib. Like, and it's not even going back in the crib and hanging out with me. It's mm-hmm. just going back in the crib and saying to his friends, having the guts to say to, say to his friends, like, bro, I got stuff I got to deal with. Like it's season. We got practice. I'm not trying to, be up in the morning hung over at practice and not being at my top level of performing. And a lot of the times that discipline will go, will trickle into your relationship. 
Yeah. Like if they have that self-discipline to not be out late at night, if they have workouts in the morning, like mm-hmm. if they have that self-discipline not to be drunk all the time or not to smoke weed all the time, like they will have most likely have that discipline to not be with all those groupies mm-hmm. and be with all those girls and have self-discipline like in your relationship to not just whenever they feel like they want to get some on, on like a road trip or something, they're going to get some on a road trip. Yeah. Like, cause they, they're in that mindset. They have that self-discipline of why they do what they do. It's called, it's called, a what do they call them? Um, work trips. I think athletes are so used to, in a team sport, track was not like this. this is one of the reasons I hated track and why I do not like track athletes. But from like playing soccer, from team sports in general, you know that you need to uplift the people around you to make sure that you should care for your teammates in general. But yeah. to make sure you win a game and stuff, you need to make sure that your teammates, your people are on point. So when you talk mm-hmm. about that self-discipline, he's going to bring that over to you because you're you're part of my team now. You're in my group. Mm-hmm. You're in my circle. Yeah. And it just becomes natural for them yeah. to automatically want to encourage you. It becomes natural for mm-hmm. them to want to because they're used to that. They're used mm-hmm. to like, they don't, they don't see you as like a competition. Yeah. They're used yeah. to that. They're like, hey, you you know, why are you still in the bed, man? Why, why don't you go do something? Why don't you go do this? Why don't you, you know, mm-hmm. they see those things because it just becomes natural. That's something that they've mm-hmm. just always have been taught. So even like, it's not even a relationship level, just a friend level. Yeah. That's how they are. Yeah. Yeah, Like um, I have a neighbor that has been my friend for a while and he is an athlete here Mm -hmm. and um, you know, he just got sick of me basically talking about how I didn't, because like, I know after I stopped playing sports, I got like in a real depressive mode. I just didn't Mm -hmm. care about myself or like how I looked and, but I kept complaining about how I looked and how I ate and how I doesn't, he's like, girl, if you just don't like do something about it, like, like I have the resources, like that is my major, like I'm doing like, mm-hmm. and he literally wrote out a whole workout plan five, five, six days a week, like yeah. told me what to eat, like literally would make sure that I was like, he was my accountability partner for still to this day, but he was really hard accountability partner the first six months of totally my journey. Honest. And I mean, yeah. he helped me lose 60 pounds. Like, and it's like, it's not just the relationships you have, it's the friendships that you have now. And now it's a lifestyle for me again. And I've found you know, an enjoyment in it because it was more so like a trauma thing where I was mad at myself that I couldn't go and be an athlete again or couldn't yeah. go and do this. So it was like, I didn't want to go in the gym and do it because it's like, it reminded me of all that stuff. And he's like, girl, you just got to push through that. You're just not going to be able to have kids or to have a family or to be able to do the job that you want to do. Because sadly, as a woman, they're going to look at you first and be like, okay, so if you don't take care of yourself, how are you going to be able to do all this other stuff? But the man, they don't look at that. But mm-hmm. I mean, he, you know, he still pushes me to this day as a friend, like, you know, you work out today. Did you eat enough today? Cause he knows I don't be eating. So it's like, you know, he checks in with me and pushes me and that goes along with the other, you are what your company is. The part that I like is the people who push you. And like, I, like I explained to you, one of the guys I was talking to having one of my episodes, I'm just crying, you know, whatever. And I'm like having like a mental breakdown. And he's like, Kennedy, so if you having trouble in track, you having trouble in soccer, you know, you can't get out the blocks, whatever your time, what, what you going to do? I said, I'm going to go Google. Like, I'm going to look it up. He said, right. You're going to look it up. Aren't you? I said, yeah. Like, I'm like, why are you asking me this dumb question? He said, you need to have that same mindset to everything else in life. You need to have that same mindset when it comes to your mental health, everything. If you say you crying, okay, let me look up. Let me see what I need to do. Let me try some stuff. Let me see if this is going to work. Let me see if that's going to work. He said, that's what you need to do. And I was like, oh my God, am I there? No, but that was the best advice I've ever received and something that I've seriously taken with me because it made so much sense and once again the company you keep the people they they're usually better at being able to 
encourage. And that's one thing that I, that I do like, and I want that for myself Mm -hmm. and especially my children. I just wanted to say thank you so much for coming on because we originally like had made this, like it was just one episode and we were mm-hmm. going to start talking about like the, the crazy stories and all of that and more basically the, the negative sides. Okay, I cannot wait for part two because we want to give a lot of room for the drama. We was nice today. We let yes, some stuff slide. Thank you so much, Emily, for coming no on. No problem. All of her stuff, of course, will be in the description below and be sure to check out her podcast. I'll be sure to let you guys know whenever it drops. Thank you so yes, much, girl. Yes, no problem. Thank you.